This is Mishmash, a weekly conversation where we unjumble an important and sometimes under the radar statewide issue that affects you. You know, if there's one thing we can all agree on when it comes to Governor Gretchen Whitmer's State of the State address, it was short, less than 30 minutes short. It was so surprising to me how short it was. And the poor TV anchor who I was watching the State of the State speech on, it was over and it cut to him and he looked startled. He was just like, well, that was the State of the State, everybody. And yeah, it was a very different year. You know, not only was it very short, uh, you know, a big part of what made it feel so different was that she was talking into a camera instead of in front of a live audience of, you know, more than 100 lawmakers and their guests in the state capitol. So there was really no big applause lines, no standing ovations, which do tend to take up a lot of time. But, you know, in the time that she had, you know, she didn't really focus on a laundry list of detailed proposals. Instead, she was really going for more of like an inspirational tone. She wanted to talk to the people that were tuning in that we are, you know, getting rid of the dumpster fire that was 2020. And we are going to look at a more hopeful and bright 2021. And, you know, she even offered an olive branch to the Republican-controlled legislature. Let's find common ground to grow our economy, get families and businesses back on their feet. It starts by ending the pandemic. The health of our economy is inextricably linked to the health of our people. Effectively rebuilding our economy this year requires that we protect public health. And that hurdle is cleared easier and quicker if we work together. So I got to admit, Shana, I was actually a bit surprised about how passive she was Mm -hmm. in this speech toward Republican lawmakers who just earlier that same day blocked 13 of her appointments and just got done giving her this ultimatum that they said they would withhold state aid to schools, of all things, unless she gave up her pandemic powers. To me, that's a statement from Republicans that they really aren't interested in negotiating anything in good faith at this point. Yeah, I mean, I was really surprised she didn't, you know, have that happen earlier in the day. And like in my head before the speech, I was like, ooh, she's like telling her aides, we're throwing the speech out. We're going rogue. We're taking the gloves off. And I'm just going to, you know, really lay into them for for what they're doing and how they're acting and how they've been treating me, you know, essentially since COVID-19 started. And and she really didn't do that. She did the sort of, I guess, in a lot of ways, very much following the President Biden playbook at this point to just keep saying we're going to work together. So here's my hot take, Shana, and tell me what you think of this. But um, my feeling was, although she was addressing lawmakers and making it sound like there were these opportunities to work in a bipartisan way, my feeling was, When she was talking to lawmakers in the speech, she was actually talking to you and me, to residents, to Mm -hmm. Michiganders, by essentially trying to look like the adult in the room, uh, that she was trying to draw a contrast by not engaging in that way with lawmakers, uh, especially right after they had done these things and really sort of, uh, you know, lit, lit that kind of fire in Lansing. That's my my feeling about it. Yeah, and I think you're probably right on with that. I think that she has really many times when things like this have happened, where Republicans have given her so much pushback, she has really focused on her message being, I am, it is my job to keep 
Michiganders safe. And us, with our grit and our toughness, we are going to get through this and we're going to get through this together. And I think that, you know, that is, as you said, very in keeping with what she has been doing all along. Now, none of this is to say that there is 0.000% chance of anything happening in Lansing this year in terms of the governor and the legislative Republicans working together. I mean, maybe for the criminal justice reform or the budget or vaccine distribution. I mean, those are areas where... You know, they've been able to reconcile in the past and come together, and maybe there's more of that in store this year. We are not uh, gazing into any crystal balls here, but it just feels like the relationship and the atmosphere in Lansing, as it is nationally, is more deteriorating than getting better right now. Uh, So that is where we're sort of left. It's going to be really, really interesting to see if maybe the fact that this is a non-election year Maybe that helps the scenario a little bit. But, um, you know, it it will not be easy. This will be a long year in Lansing, I think, regardless of any of that. So we're keeping it short and sweet on Mishmash. That's all for this week. I'm Jake Neer. And I'm Shana Roth. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) 